0: If I can't
1: get it on my own If you don't like the way I'm living
0: Just leave this bald-headed country boy alone
2: So before we get started today, I just want to tell y'all, listeners, I heard you. You said it at the ads too long at the beginning of the show, so we're going to space them out uh you're only gonna hear some now then you hear some in the middle so don't be (laughs) bothered when uh you hear me pop up in the middle of your show today starting off for us is one of my friends she started their own moonshine company let me tell you i got a new favorite moonshine not only do i absolutely adore sarah blake blake now has a badass moonshine and it's called blake's moonshine and i am obsessed with it they have this caramel apple delight and if you are from the south or anywhere and it's like moonshine but like real moonshine like real good moonshine y'all remember what that apple moonshine used to taste like this right here is so damn close that it is ridiculous you would have think there's some backwoods folks from down in south georgia making this it's so damn good and you can try it right now all you got to do is go to only sarahblake.com only s-a-r-a blake.com and you can order you some right now and trust me y'all know how much i like drinking and having a damn good time i wouldn't be putting some alcohol on here that i didn't actually drink so i got a bottle sitting on my desk right now thank you to sarah and matt for sending it to me and thank y'all for being part of the josh j podcast y'all please go check them out now only sarahblake.com and get you some of this blake moonshine now I want to give a special thank you to Project K9 Hero. Them and Cashman's Pub just came on to be a sponsor for us for an entire year. So, if you guys love puppy dogs, if you guys love supporting our military and law enforcement, You guys need to go check out Project Canine Hero. Go make a donation. Go do whatever. Buy some gear to show your support. Thank you to Jason Johnson and also to my guy Ron at Cashman's Pub. Ron is opening up a couple other spots. He's already got the library uh, in Macon, Georgia. And let me tell you, when we go out to Macon, That is where we pregame. We pregame at Cashman's. We have a good time. They got good food. They always got good music. And Ron is letting me bring some artists down there to play. So y'all do me a favor. If you're in Macon, Georgia, and you're looking for a spot to eat, go check out Cashman's Pub. If you're looking for a spot to get drunk and hang out with your friends, Cashman's Pub is the place to go. Special thank you to Mr. Blake over at Gerald Electric Company right here in cochran georgia they can handle all your commercial and industrial electrical construction and maintenance needs uh this old fella came on uh middle of the month so this ad ain't completely finished but what's cool about it they're right here out of cochran georgia it's family-owned business and they're going to be coming here in the next couple days and actually doing an episode and telling you guys more about them and their company so y'all please do me a favor and go check them out on all social media platforms and give them a call for any of your commercial and industrial electrical needs today that's gerald electric company ask for blake his phone number is 478-279-3308 and tell him you heard it right here on the josh terry podcast A good buddy to the show decided to sponsor this month, DPF Alternatives at 314 Garrison Road in Macon, Georgia. You can find this good old boy on Facebook at DPF Alternatives Macon, Georgia. They service diesel vehicles, semis, pickup, tractors, heavy equipment, anything that uses diesel. They clean all emission systems and diesels, and they give you a one-year warranty. They also sell aftermarket filters, offer $24 our service look my dad recently this is how we got hooked up with these guys uh my dad recently had to take his truck somewhere to get it serviced and the guys over at dpf hooked us up and we come to find out that he listened to the show because his sister had been on the show a lot so pretty much like family now so if your diesel needs its emission system cleaned or serviced i'm telling you go check out my guys over at d P F in Macon, Georgia. You can call them now at four, seven, eight, nine, seven, three, 8502.
0: Tell them you heard their ad on the Josh Terry podcast and get $50 off. DPF Alternatives Making
1: Georgia.
2: Shout out to my boys over at Deep South Chemical. A couple weeks ago, they heard the ad on the podcast and they sent me over some of the stuff that they sell. Some chemicals that you wash your vehicles with, some degreasers, some tire shine, some waxes, all that good stuff. And let me tell you, folks, Their stuff isn't like the shit you get at Walmart. This isn't like the shit you get from O'Reilly's. They gave me this stuff for my tires and rims. And all I had to do was spray it on and wipe it off. I didn't have to scrub. I didn't have to break my damn back. Their stuff literally was so good. I just had to wipe it off. I know I would have used these guys again, even if they wouldn't have sponsored the show. So it tickled me when they decided to do it this month. So I need you guys to please go look up Deep South Chemical. Call them today. They'll ship the stuff to you. Their phone number is 404-909-4257. That's Deep South Chemical chemical tell mr scott that josh terry sent you let me tell y'all about blue collar alliance y'all need y'all to go look it up on facebook right now it is a great group on facebook and it's way more than that my buddy bubba malbrew is helping out blue collar workers left and right he also has a roofing company just go look it up if you don't mind blue collar alliance thank y'all for tuning in to the josh terry podcast uh, we are in Nashville, at Airbnb, recording our first show of the week. Uh, tomorrow we got three at Live Oak, so if you guys can come out tomorrow between two and six, uh, we've got some really good artists performing and Dustin Heron. Uh It's gonna be, <laughs> it's gonna be a really good time. <laughs> uh, but with us today uh, is uh, Mr. Scott and Miss Rebecca. If you've heard Miles on the show before, uh, this is uh, his parents, and I wanted to do an episode with them. Just to kind of talk about what it's like raising Miles, the opportunities they're seeing with him, and just uh, that's pretty much how cool it is, and the positive, I guess, effect that y'all've had on him. And uh, besides for just uh, them being here, also got Cam and Chili Dog sitting at the table having some beers Whoa. with us. All right now. Dustin Heron is in the corner, um, but at least he's out the closet. Uh...
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, you want to keep going? You like? You like that? Yo, the like pizza's that? here. Conan. The peas and the peas here. We're not. We're not fucking stopping. You eat it while we're doing it. But anyway, well, thank y'all from for coming. I right, pull your mics a little bit closer to both of y'all. By the way, yeah, you can you can move them. It ain't gonna make no noise or anything. You got to kind of get up on them. Uh, but anyway, so uh, first Diana. off, introduce yourselves and uh, kind of tell us how you know how Miles has got started on social media and everything. Because I know you're the one handling all this stuff.
1: Yeah, I do. I do most of it. I'm I'm Scott. And uh, but but man, he uh. He pretty much had an Instagram that that he started, and uh, we came out to the Live Oak Show, the first one we went to. Yeah, because he had a TikTok that actually got.
2: It was him up. in school, right? Yeah, yeah, he was at a, a playing way show. more blues, right? Way more blues. Yeah, yeah, I remember that.
1: And man, he uh, Priscilla Block walked up to me after he performed and was like, "How uh, hey, you gotta get that kid on social media?" And uh, I didn't know who she was anyway. I mean, so um, so that started the Instagram. Is what's really, really. Oh, it's off. a big
2: deal. If Priscilla notices you. She, she's, I know, like Dustin and her kind of came up together and everything. And I've got to be around her a little bit, not as much as him. But uh, if she's paying attention to you, you're doing something right. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. He do, he does real good. He does real
2: good. But you might... What's it? Y- y'all y'all talk just as much as Miles does. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, uh, he, he always tickles me. Um, I always try to give him talk a little bit more. And I think I'm going to do the same thing with y'all. Yeah. yeah. You just you sit don't just pretend like the mic's not there. Just have some fun and talk about you youngin and how much he loves music and y'all's influence on him. It'll be fun. Yep.
3: Yeah.
2: Which one of y'all kind of got started in it?
3: Well, so Miles, I'll just say, like, from an infant, he's been sick, like, his whole life. I know that. Um, yeah, he has several um, diseases in his background and several things that's happened. And music's always been his channel. Like, it's always been how he deals with it. (coughs) And um, we never really pushed it on him. Like, he legit just on his own. He, you know, like, it started, honestly, I was folding a load of laundry, and I had him sitting on the bed. He was probably six or seven months old. And he had a coat hanger. Just He was playing guitar. It was his guitar. Let's go. (laughs) And then he was just making his own sounds, his own beats, music.
2: What what's some of the battles like uh, with the diseases and stuff he's had to deal with Um, so far? Because what he's only was he twelve? He's eleven. Eleven.
3: Yeah. So, um, he was probably four months old, and he had an anaphylact. He was breastfed, um, up till then, and he had an anaphylactic shock to formula the first time I gave it to him. So, um, he actually stopped breathing, and they brought him back. Yeah and so from then on he just everything we fed him he had an allergy to so we were like something's going on this kid can't eat any food and um we found out he has an esophagus disease which basically he's allergic to foods but they come and go yeah so like he can eat them one week and the next week he can't uh, still has that but it's it's completely manageable now so he's good um he had a blood issue where his um bone marrow had kind of shut down they were like screening him for leukemia like he kept having to get transfusions and just in and out of the hospital and then his um, the nerves in his eyes like he's had eye surgeries he lost his finger which was how did he lose
4: his finger i heard you say that earlier yeah, yeah, which finger was it? Because I was pretty interested as a guitar player.
3: His index oh, finger. Oh, my God. Yeah. Tony
4: Iomi, you know that name? No? Lead I have no Guitarist idea. for Black Sabbath was also missing the tip of his index finger. I That's what why happened? they had to play distortion so hard.
3: It was Easter. We were <laughs> with a whole, you know, all the family. And he was on my grandma's electric wheelchair <laughs> riding it, and he went up the wooden ramp, and his finger got caught in between the wooden <laughs> ramp and the... <laughs> And that is—I just want you to—I know. know that that sucks. Your, that sounds horrible, pizza, but eye. it is
2: not even close to what I thought it was going to no, be. I said, oh my I—I I, I thought it was going to be something that was just
0: insane. Not... I thought you were going to say, "Yeah, we had him out in the woods
4: <laughs> chopping, yeah.
0: chopping lumber." Yeah. Old hatchet come down and took his finger
4: off. Working out there. Just trying to ride a wheelchair. That literally happened (laughs) to my
2: cousin in middle school. He was in the Boy Scouts, and he went to go cut a log. And when he went to cut a log, it went through the wood, and it went right into his foot. Mm. And, like, half of his foot was messed up for the longest
4: time. So wheel wheelchair, I was not expecting that one. Speaking of that, we were demolishing a house that my dad had bought property on, and I, and I used a sledgehammer to knock a board loose. And my dad was right there. I don't know if he's the dumbass or me, but I stuck the like twenty penny nail down inside of his boot, like through his boot, f- straight through his foot. And uh, I don't know if I've taken a beating that bad after that <laughs> one, but yeah, that it was sounds, a ru- it was that a rough call. Rough.
2: What uh what have y'all done really with him? I know you don't really push him. I know, I mean, you kind of talked about it. You just kind of let him develop on his own and everything. But one of y'all had to be like a big influence in the house when it comes to music. I know that's why I love music and certain mm. artists the way I do is because my mom and dad. Same. So one of y'all had to be pushing the good shit on
1: him. Man, I've done construction my whole life, you know, run H&G Construction there in Madisonville. And, man, I just, I raised him. I raised him and my daughter on a, we didn't have babysitters really. So, man, they stayed with me. Uh, she worked Walmart so I had to take them <laughs> and so that's what we listened to you know in the truck and uh, man that's what he he just he fell in love with it I guess but
2: when did he actually start when did he actually pick up a guitar and start playing uh,
3: he was like
1: a year old Peter Frampton oh, he, man. Heard, he heard Peter Frampton
4: <laughs> live
1: no oh. no on YouTube
4: yeah well I mean not like le- legitimately live because yes, oh. well, that'd have been weird but I meant like the Peter Frampton live <laughs> album comes the, alive that's a good one
1: yeah the come the what is that frampton comes alive yeah. or, and then he heard that song uh
4: do you feel like do we do? There like we go. Do you
3: feel <laughs> like a? That hit, That one hit
4: me too. Okay, good. He used uh, to, I like. That. I don't even know that song.
3: Yes. He used to take a shot and it to the top of his microphone, and he would make like you know like this guitar sound. I had
4: a I had a garden hose run up through an old lamp and a and a old softball bat with a karate belt strapped around it. I was Peter Frampton in my in my bedroom. I wish
2: I
0: had done
4: something. I just
2: played sports and played in the mud.
4: I did those too. So again, those are.
0: What kids do, we, we yes. have distractions, right? Yes. Yeah. So we all are saying, you know, his different ailments and stuff. He was already having these issues from, from birth, birth, basically. Much, yeah. Yeah. So when you talk about influences and stuff like that, y'all, it's making more and more sense that he's really doing this.
3: It's just who he himself. is. His yeah. self. He's doing it.
0: He's searching for his own way. You know, I, I I know that if I've ever have problems in my life, whatever they may be, music's always been my 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 comfort, my go-to Safe thing. haven. Yeah. And so when Josh is asking, him, like, which one of y'all pushed it or whatever, you know what I mean, and you're able to say we didn't, Mm-mm. that that even more explains it to me that that's where he's he's found comfort in it. And you can tell when he plays, and especially the the the, mm. the style of music he plays, the songs he chooses to play, True. I'm like, this kid, he gets it. Yeah. You know? Well, it's him. Mm-hmm. It's, so, I was
2: trying to explain this to somebody the other day. It's like when I hear a song and it's relatable to me, like it's because it, it, it's me. It's it's some part of my life I connect with that song. And with Miles, it doesn't matter what video or whatever. I've never seen him play anything he didn't want to play. It doesn't seem like like he looks like he only wants to do what he wants to do, and y'all haven't asked him to do anything else. Oh yeah, he
3: won't play anything
2: he doesn't. <laughs> Just, no, that's fine. Just hit the shit. Uh, have y'all had anybody approach y'all about him doing anything different? Because I know, like, y'all have met, what, Kenny Chesney now? He invited y'all back. Uh, some other cool folks have too. Has anybody, like, told y'all, hey, let's get him to do this instead of this?
1: Not not directly that wanted to have him do something different. But uh, they, they, like, Americans Got Talent recently contacted him. And, you know, they go through his uh, – Instagram they're like man this video is not good enough I need a video where you can see more you can hear him more and i mm-hmm. and, and I don't I don't edit his videos like I'm I, I just in between you and chili I so walk up got, and take and the video and
2: that's talking. it yeah uh, well that's the tricky thing with social media too like it's listening for keywords listening for volumes listening for all this kind of stuff and that we can't help and then it gets put in their algorithm and stuff but when you just do like the pure shit like y'all are doing I mean I don't see why you would want to push him anyway I know that me and you kind of talked about the America's Got Talent thing. I'm not a big fan of those shows. Even though I got buddies, like everybody else does, that's done them. I just, I think it would be, de- I think it could destroy a kid or somebody with a weak mind like me if I got on there and they told me I wasn't good enough at a young age. Like, I know, I don't think it would do me well. I think I might even quit. I've seen a lot of kids quit sports because they didn't make a team. I can imagine being on America's Got Talent if they say, hey, you're not good enough to where it just
0: will fucking hurt well, at you. Well, his, his age and what he – it's all happening, I, I would say, relatively kind of fast. It's fast. Yeah. And he's enjoying what he does. I'm sure he enjoys being able to meet new people and getting to meet his heroes and go to shows and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, he's still a kid. He just wants to play music and play what he wants to do. Mm-hmm. Now, after he, he does it enough times and you you ask him, like, what do you really want? I feel like Miles will shoot you straight, be like, Yeah, I wanna go on TV. Well, you understand, if you go on TV now, there's people been doing it 20 years, and some of them ain't even gonna get picked. He'll probably be like, I wanna be on TV. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I, I
5: want
0: be like, I wanna, ain't nobody played a Whalen song yet, I'm gonna do it. You know, like, so I just, I'm with you on that, Josh. Like, it's a, it's a, it's a, even somebody like me who's been doing it for 10 years. There's an agenda when you go on these shows. Yeah. You need a backline. You need this story. They want to make it out like this because they want to uh, yeah,
1: they capture capture these audiences. It ain't oh, yeah. dark
4: enough. It's not it's not <laughs> they, suspenseful. Yeah. There's no storyline. We're going,
1: we're going through that right now. Yeah. With the, actually, uh, uh, we wrote this, the little storyline on the way down here, right. or, and I, I purposely haven't given it to them yet because I thought we'd talk about it on the show yeah. and it would hit here first. And uh, but I got all of it. It's, it seems like a lot. Yeah. And I looked at her on the way here. I was like, man, we, we lived this. Like, it's crazy to talk about. But. And,
0: and ain't it crazy how it's so easy when it's, when it's the truth? Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, it's not hard for y'all to it, write it. It's, it's just pers- like, oh, we need to write down what we've been through.
4: It's still hard in hindsight. So once, you, problem- once you put it on paper, you go, God almighty.
2: The issue with is- me with that, especially when you lived it, is I don't know if I want other people profiting off my It's one thing if I profit off my pain. But it's a whole nother thing if somebody else does. If they take my story or Miles' story or whatever, and they make it so bad that they're just going it for sympathy, mm-hmm. I guess instead of like, oh, I beat this, I overcome this, and they just want to play the sympathy card, not the survivor card, not the victor card.
1: We yeah. don't want that either.
3: That's yeah. my. That's what I keep saying. I don't want him to be in this kid that's on TV, and they're like, look what you know he went through and paint this big thing. Like I just want yeah. to. I mean, if he wants to someday, that should be something he can write a song about. Yeah. What he went through. I, hate, I like. hate
4: that every 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 time they put someone up there that the inspiration has to come from some deep place yeah. rather yeah. than just joy. Because, uh, like, my daughter, I, she's going to be awesome. <laughs> I, I don't know what she's going to be, but whatever she's going to be she's going to be awesome. I have no idea what her story is going to be when she gets there. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, I have no idea if it's going to be a dark story or a good story or, like, my dad just played records for me. You know, like I, I I don't understand how people have to paint some crazy elaborate because picture it's a, just to make you interested.
2: Dustin knows this better than anybody at the table. You could be the most talented person and not have a Backstory or image or yeah. whatever, and they don't want to fuck with you. you. Got to be the whole package, the total package. You see how even when he's giving me a compliment, he's actually taking a <laughs> shot at me. No, <laughs> no, <Dustin> no, <knows laughs> oh. no, no. I'm not. No, I give Dustin the <laughs> Dustin. most shit. Good for how shitty you I, are. <laughs> I give Dustin the most shit, but he's one of my favorite people listed. Yeah. Well, you can't help that shit, but he's one of my friends that actually, when I'm driving down the road and one of his songs come on, I will listen to. Especially, he's got an acoustic album that I fucking love that yeah. somebody shared the other day, too. That I will listen to. But, like, when you hear people like Dustin or Brian Young or somebody like that, you're like, how come these folks aren't bigger? How come they're not what they're supposed to be or whatever? And it's... Some people don't play on, on some of those cards. Some people want to get by on their talent. Because that should speak volumes. That should be enough. But, they that's not what a lot of folks want to make it out to be. They want you to have to pull at them heartstrings even before he plays a chord on stage. And I, I don't know if I like that or not. But also, I'm poor. Uh, <laughs> That's if all right. you, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. I, if you told Comedy me that I was going to be rich tomorrow if you played on all my traumas, I'd be like, fuck it, I already lived it. Let's let it, ma- let's let it pay for it. Let's let it pay some bills now.
1: Yeah, if he could, if he could. Man, our, you know, as parents, we would love to see our kids live comfortably. But I am a I'm always
4: a, a stickler for for like foundations. So when it comes from inspirations, I know that a lot of my a sh- lot of my shit that I grew up loving and I love more today as an adult. It came from my parents. So like what was the stuff that you guys were listening to in the car where he was like, "Whoa." Like grabbed his attention. Do you have any of those?
3: Like it really was just his just own, like he really. Just, yeah. So he got
4: to pick all the radio stations in the car because I know that's how my well, dad let I him mean, it's a fight, really. Yeah. It's a fight. Like what?
1: Because <laughs> he he just wants to play. Miles, man, he loves bluegrass. Oh yeah, and, you know, and he's, he's just, a, a picker a, for Yeah, a huge. okay, a yeah. I mean, bluegrass sense. is his thing, man, and and, and don't talk about
3: bluegrass, and none of us <laughs> really love it. Yeah,
1: I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm learning to love it. It's but. true. Yeah.
2: <laughs> bluegrass <laughs> pay the bills.
1: Well, yeah. Right. Tell the rest of us what it's
5: kind of like. Well, they live in Madisonville, right, right up the road from where I'm from. But I, I my next door neighbor was Josh Williams, Ron Vincent's guitar player, and he won IBM A, guitar player of the year for like five years in a row. But he was my next door neighbor, and I grew up playing bluegrass every night. We'd we'd play, you know, we'd play Waylon, David Allen Coe, and all that stuff, but. Bluegrass Blue is – yeah. Bluegrass is definitely
4: – that's what paid my bills. Like from, like like, did you like live off Ricky skags kind of stuff? Yeah. Was like the, well, the, not, the, not the, even
5: – like Tony Rice was my hero. Oh, he still is my right. hero. God bless him. Yeah. <laughs> I, I but, don't
2: even know if I ever heard of Tony, Tony Rice. Tony song. Rice? You have. You have. just
5: didn't know. Right, I'll show you later. But, but yeah. Tony Rice is one of the most influential guitar players in bluegrass. Ever. Fast, Smooth, yeah, so smooth. Even if he'd miss a note, he'd cover it up so quick, like he'd just make that part of the song. Didn't even have to bend into it. It went from no. a minor straight back
4: to it. Yeah, and it, it was. Yeah, well, it's true. It's the same.
5: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he
4: does. He I can see it. when there's. I a, can tell. He comes in, he just, it's I, instinctual. Out of the right? videos
5: I've seen of him, he, he's he's gonna be a picker. He's already a picker. But <laughs> when did
2: you start playing?
5: I started when I was like five so well, what would you
2: compare yourself to miles right now uh, about uh about that age
5: well I'd say like he's doing de- I he's doing exactly what I did yeah that's the same shit. when I saw his videos I was like all right I like this kid doing Waymore's blues I'm a whaling freak yeah that, that guy that, that's what I so think. yeah the
0: first time I saw him he did waymore's blues
2: and did it yeah. at his did you see where he did it at his middle school yeah that let me the, to be a kid and have the balls to get up there at a middle school, knowing that there's gonna be kids be like, was elementary well, school?
4: Is I only <laughs> dreamed about that with my softball bat and karate belt. That's the <laughs> only shit I've, I'm still dreaming
2: my, about I'm that shit my bedroom. now, and I own a guitar. Shaman or foo
5: fighters, I couldn't do that. I grew up a professional square dancer, even being a big kid. Stop. I was a, I was a clogger. Round dancer. Yeah, exactly. Nice. Yeah. Not a square. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, bluegrass was—that's where I grew up in. That's—that's that's all we played around home. I was a, blue, a banjo player, mandolin, fiddle.
2: Was anybody playing that around y'all's house, or were y'all playing that?
3: I would, if I had to say, someone had influenced him. We—he's always gone to church, mm-hmm. and our oh, yeah. pastor of our church—he's a picker. Okay. And Miles would literally go up. Like, he would just stand in front of the stage and just watch. Be in awe.
4: (laughs) In awe. I was in my my 20s the first time I heard an actual, like, the first time I played in a church band, and (laughs) it was, like, we plugged in. And any time outside of that, it was all acoustic stuff, all piano and, and like, deep, hard playing, because the difference between acoustic and electric is, is astronomical when it comes to the feel in a church, Right. And the fact that he comes up in something like that means it's it's deep rooted. Yeah, does he want to play sure. gospel
1: music? He loves
3: it. He does sometimes. He loves.
2: It. You know yeah. how cool he plays get, that church. Actually. That'd be such a cool story if he just ended up being like the best gospel player of all time. And that's all he wanted. Is to that do. in your
4: storyline? Is that in the, the part?
1: I haven't I haven't put we haven't finished it. Come on up now. Yet, but but you know, <laughs> but uh, actually while we were here I I got a call. I haven't even talked to her about it yet. I guess I'll put it out there. Oh, uh shit. a this guy named Tom. Great, great
2: Tom. time to have a first conversation no, with your ben, wife. Hey, <laughs> throw <laughs> it on us
1: before you <laughs> talk to yeah. wife. Oh shit, this is <laughs> this how yeah. this right. is how you
2: don't get shit thrown at you <laughs> right here in <at> a room
4: <laughs> yeah. full of people. <laughs> yeah. And he's where you get a definite yes.
1: <laughs> well, we, uh, he was trying to hook he's trying to hook Miles up with uh I forgot the gentleman's name now. Uh Pat Reed or Matt Reed. And it's uh apparently he's like gospel division of Capitol Records. Okay. But uh, I mean, I don't know, that's I, got, I haven't even read the text messages yet. He called me and said he'd send the information over. That's a, so. that's
4: a strong core. I got to stick together. I mean,
1: but what? It's a really, it's really in deep. In all
2: today, what other environment would you rather your kid grow up in in music? I wouldn't. I mean, I, I mean.
4: Well, but from where we're from, that's where <coughs> Yeah, but if it. you think about. That's like, how I found music, if really. You,
2: if you think about like when you watch movies, you see these kid actors that just lose their shit by the time they're 20 you know? years old yeah. or whatever, yeah, and so they've lost everything. Yeah. They grow up in environments that are just not very healthy if you're gonna grow up in music and get paid for it as a kid why wouldn't you why wouldn't it be gospel i mean there's a lot worse you could be around
4: i mean god bless, Doug, who doesn't know vince gill right oh, i mean man. damn i mean How you he was he not only did he <laughs> did he tear it up bluegrass right but but he was so <laughs> deep-rooted in the church that that's ex- exactly what drove him so jesus that's a has he, does he
2: does does he ever like express to y'all what he wants to do, or does or does he just like I just want to be a kid right now?
3: He never really has been a kid. Like he wasn't that. Like he didn't care about toys. Like he well, he's not, to be honest with you, he yeah, looks like a seventy year old man. <laughs> yeah. with, he is. anyway. He <laughs> he's the coolest he little it, yeah. even like, when what?
2: like he's been around us at Live Oak or whatever. <laughs> My daughter asshole. Like she, she really is. But if she came to live oak or whatever, Gracie'd be like, "Oh, somebody's gonna notice me. Like I'm gonna do something to where you guys know that I am the star (laughs) of the show." Miles is the star of the show, and Miles like, "I don't give a shit."
4: Tries not to be.
2: Yeah, Yeah. he's like, "It's over in the
5: corner." Downplays it. That's how I am. (laughs) Y'all see me live? You
2: are lying. You want everyone, (laughs) and if you don't (laughs) look, look, look. It depends on how
1: many drinks he has. Right.
5: If I'm drunk, yeah, I love to show it. off. Exactly. But when I get up there and I'm not drunk, I hadn't had one drink. I literally, the, it, people ask me all the time, they're like, why aren't you just a front man? I was like, because I don't want to be a front man. Yeah. I want to just he, do me, play the guitar behind the front man.
2: Do y'all know his cool ass story about him going viral? He, he goes viral on Broadway with him. I guess you were drunk, I guess. Whereas, I was Oh, well that, just that played on stage, but he took Might a beer bottle after, and sure. used it as a slide. But I mean he's playing. I mean he's fucking slicing and dicing up there. And uh anyway the videos goes viral before he even gets off stage. It, then he goes and gets in his truck after the show. Didn't you fall asleep like right there? I <laughs> had
5: I had three shows that day and my buddy was an off duty officer. And he got shit-faced at Tootsie. So I only had two beers that whole day. That's all I drank that day. And I went to get the truck, bring it down, load my gear. I said, hey, I'm going to be in the truck. and right out here waiting on you. I had my flashes on. Well, I'm sitting there waiting on him and never came out. And I doze off. Five minutes later, there's a knock on the window. And they charge me for DUI. While his
2: video is going viral, while everybody's like going, he ended up in Whiskey Rift. He ended up with, on a lot of shit, but why he's going viral? He's literally. In I was the in the jail cell, <laughs> in the drunk cell. For not
5: even being drunk, I blew up Some drink outlaw drink. shit. I didn't know I went viral until I got out of jail the next morning when they handed me my phone back in the bag. Got my phone out and turned my phone on, there's like fifty thousand messages and shares. Teddy swims, shared it. Ernest shared it. Rowdy Rob, I mean everybody has shared that video and there's been four others that have went viral since that video that I didn't even post I hadn't I hadn't posted none of those hey,
2: who all shared miles of stuff because like, I know would get y'all been there's been some, several people that i have seen on y'all social media that Tyler, just seems so cool
1: Tyler booth he shares it quite a bit look uh, Grace Potter is oh. the one that, uh, God, I love yeah, her so well, much. She's the one that really put him out there to Kenny Chesney and yeah. uh, Grace Bowers.
4: And, oh, yeah, they had the tequila song together, didn't yeah, they?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Grace, God, message almighty, she's Grace good. Bowers messaged me yesterday. She's, a, oh, my God, she's amazing.
2: Yeah, she's pretty good. Yeah. God. But, man, I, there's a bunch of them. I mean, it, it's a bunch of them. Does it, he, when I asked him at Live Oak the other day about meeting Kenny, it was, to him it was just like I went to Walmart and, and you know, just hung out. He had no, he was monotone about it. I'd have been shitting my pants if Kenny Chesney wanted to meet me, even now. Oh,
1: yeah. Well, Kenny, I don't think he realized how big Kenny was. Yeah. I mean, he, like, how I, cool is
2: that that your yeah. kid likes bluegrass and gospel? <laughs> like and, Kenny and Way more blues and Waylon. Yeah. I was like, who's Kenny Chesney?
1: <laughs> you, know, you know who one of his favorite artists is? Is, um, a guy named Leroy Troy. Yes, and, nah. I've never heard of him. That's like his grand man. He's he's became like a he, grandfather figure in for music to him. Yeah, we <laughs> met him at uh, Luke Bell's memorial service. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, they had at Circle P Ranch, and they played all night together. And we had no idea who he was. Yeah, and uh, he's such
5: a cool dude. I, I I remember watching him on Marty Stewart show on RFD TV. Leroy he does all the un- Uncle Dave making stuff with the banjo. Like he'll spin it under his – Leg while he's playing,
1: just claw hammer, all the way. <laughs> that's oh, fucking cool. He's tough. He's yes. tough. That's cool. But he's a great guy, man.
2: What What are y'all leaning towards uh, as far as? I don't even know how to put this. I know you all ain't pulling him out of school or anything. Like, add any like probably that's not an option. But like, if he comes to you like sixteen years old and say, "I want to pursue pursue music full time," like, are y'all going to be the type that's like, "Let's do this" or "Let's finish the education"?
1: If he, if he, if the right opportunity would come along, I would take him out now. She ain't having, yeah. like, she's just not going <laughs> to have it. Uh, because, man, I, you know, how often can you live your dream? Exactly. Like, Absolutely. I mean, how often? I mean, I,
4: A few of us been. are in the middle of that right now,
5: yeah.
1: That's Absolutely. what happened for me. My mom died when I was
5: 16 or 17, and two days after she died, my dad's sitting in his rocking chair... And he's just thinking about stuff and I walked up and I was like I don't know what we're going to do he's like well I know what you're going to do you're going to get your ass out of school and you are going to take 200 bucks of mine and move to Nashville and I lived out of my truck for two years in the Music City Bar and Grill parking lot and I've been here ever since and I've played yeah. played with multiple artists I've just been it, yeah that's my that's my life
2: yeah i I've, I'm 50-50 with it too but there's so much shit that I learned in school that I have forgot now. I just feel like it was a waste of time. It It's done nothing for me as far, as far as this. But at the same time, like, maybe I'm not the person. I'm pretty good at I, maybe ge- I geography. Be the, right? Maybe I wouldn't be the person <laughs> that I am today if I wouldn't have.
4: Pretty, like, I'm pretty solid in algebra, but I can't I do the there. things that are important.
2: <laughs> I think the social skills are the biggest part of school anyway. Like, I think learning how to socialize, interact... The ups and downs of it, the learning at a young age that there's deadlines on shit and respect and all this kind of – I think
4: there's that. but Just grow up real fast. I mean, there's there's success stories of those people, like – not to drop them, but like Trisha Yearwood and Eric Church, those people that their parents said, listen, you're going to go to school and you're going to finish this and you're going to yeah. go – you're going to get this bachelor's degree. That way I can support you if you you have something to fall back on, right, if this doesn't work. And it's good for parents to have safety nets, but kids are dreamers. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you want to, you want to just turn it loose at a young age. It's good to have the support. It, I mean, like Chili Dog. Goddamn! If somebody would, if somebody would have been there with him this whole time, I mean, you never know what the what the outcome could have been—good or bad. It could have well, been well, Dustin Harris. He it could have been very had different. To
2: college. <laughs> yeah. Dustin's so got like, a whole ass. Boy, I thought was hitting me. Thank you. He's got a whole ass. <laughs> what do you have? A master's in like farming, agriculture. Thank you. Goddamn overalls he's got on—it makes sense. Shit,
4: <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking fancy. Would you,
2: would you go back and would you go to college and finish out at Auburn, or would you have just said, "I want to just go straight on
0: with music and not even try to go to college"? See, mine's different. Had I not went to college, I wouldn't have done music. You
4: wouldn't found it because yeah. I didn't play it's music a path. until yeah. I
0: went to college. I didn't, I didn't even—I I didn't even know that was a thing. I didn't have a guitar or anything until I was yeah. twenty-one years old. I didn't that's know sense. that. Yeah, uh, that's where I. Found that's where we had internet for the first time. Black <laughs> internet. <laughs> I didn't. You know what I mean? You get to college down and start, in LA, lower yeah, Alabama. It, when I got to Auburn, man, we had. You finally get these touring bands, and you find out about uh, yeah, all these out. different, all these different bands I'd never even heard of. 'Cause grinding. And then you meet uh, like I was because like Adam Hood was from yeah. mm. Opelika, so that was basically Auburn. So okay, Adam Hood, you got Chris Posey, all these people. Uh, you know, Jamie Johnson would come through. Uh, that was all new to me, uh, and I didn't know that was such no such thing. And then that gets you into the Texas stuff and the Oklahoma stuff. And then by then, now I'm getting the itch. Well, yeah, I'm getting through with my degree, but now I got the itch. And uh, like I said, I didn't even start playing. I didn't even learn. I didn't even get my first guitar until my 21st birthday. That was a that was a birthday present.
4: I didn't
2: so, yet. It makes sense. What age was your first show then?
0: Say that again. What age was your first show then? Probably 22. I probably finally got the the guts to like plug in and play somewhere. Like uh, as a matter of fact, I had some buddies that were, you know, just kind of playing, you know, for tips and stuff like that, make some side money. Uh, we had a great bar called the Strut and Duck. We had an open mic night on Mondays, following one of my friends playing, and uh, he played some other show one time, and I got up and played Seminole Wind, and I just remember him looking at me like you know last year you didn't even know how to do this because i was asking him how to play and stuff but caught that bug i watched that movie crazy heart and i was like Mm. i was in grad school at the time i watched crazy heart and i was like i want to do that and you know crazy heart pretty much full circles everything you know you start off you want to learn it goes into all the the goods and the bads and the heartbreak and the
2: Hey, folks, here's a quick commercial break, but we'll be right back to the show in about three minutes. One of the artists that I would really like for y'all to take a look at is my guy, Mark Ware. Mark was in here a couple weeks ago. He tells his story. You guys need to go listen to that episode. Also, go follow all of his social media. Mark Ware Music on everything. Dude is solid. He's a good friend of the show. Go look him up now. Mark Ware Music. Let me tell you about my girl, Miss Erica. With Crooked W Consulting, she has a small marketing and design agency out of North Carolina. She offers small, affordable business solutions that tailor your business and startups nationwide. She's currently doing my new website. I'm telling you folks, you need to let her do yours. She's doing us a jam up job. She also offers digital marketing, graphic design, and social media management. If I'm using her here at the studio, there ain't no reason why your small business shouldn't. Look her up on Facebook and Instagram at Crooked W Consulting or text her now at 919-351-2084. Crooked W Consulting. Hit up Miss Erica now. You won't be disappointed. Let's give a quick shout out to Nobles Networking. Guys, if you're looking for a new internet provider, they hooked me up here at the studio and at my house. If you live out in the country and you can't find nowhere else where to get your internet or you're paying too much for Hargrave or any of that other shit, look up Nobles Networking. 478 308 596 are are going to love it. I'm telling you, it works great for me. It runs everything here at the studio at my house. Perfectly hit up. Noble's networking. Let me tell you about Lori's dive in in Alamo, Georgia. I ran her ad several times. Now she's been with me since I started doing this stuff. Even if it's not convenient for you, take some time, go out of your way and go eat there. I promise you, you won't be disappointed. She takes pride in her staff, her food, her service, every single aspect. So please go check out Lori's Dive-In in Alamo, Georgia at 8 Commerce Street. And the phone number is 912-568-1645. Lori's Dive-In. If you've seen me wearing hats lately, that has got D-Y-H on it. It stands for Down Yonder Hat Co. Seth Bazemore, a buddy of mine, he owns that company, and he has sent me some of their hats. Let me tell you, I love them. I've worn them in a lot of my stuff lately, and I plan on wearing them a lot more. I've showed them with some of my friends. He has a startup business, and I'm telling you guys, you would absolutely love them. So do me a favor. Go right now to his Instagram, Down Yonder Check them out. They also have a website, DownYonderHatCo.com. Order some stuff from them and tag them on instagram and when you do make sure when you make the post you say that you heard about the hats and down yonder right here on the josh terry podcast now
4: let's get to the show everything that's one with jeff bridges isn't it right what was it what was the one that had like river phoenix in it where he was in nashville and just like grinding it out y'all remember that one I don't know. We need River a goop we need a Google Who the guy. Hell is River Phoenix River Phoenix River died Phoenix. at a young age. Yeah. River Phoenix. That was like one of his last movies they did. That's Joaquin Phoenix's older brother. He died outside of studio fifty four. You don't know, deal
1: he didn't start playing until he was in college. Yeah. I well, you mean album.
4: Luke Luke Combs, damn.
1: Yeah, it's the same kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah.
4: I didn't really I didn't really find it until I was a, I was at Georgia. I mean first time I really heard like Corey Smith live. I don't know if y'all know who Corey Smith is, but he's, he's one of my favorites. Right. That's that's the first time I really heard him and I was like, oh shit, you can just you can be a science teacher, like a high school science teacher and literally come here at night and just play. The movie's called uh, The Thing Called Love.
2: Thing Called Love. Yeah. It. Yeah. I've never I've never, never heard seen of it? it. I've never seen it I Oh man, it's a good one.
4: It. Okay, that's a that's a deep cut. You like that one.
5: So I guess I was lucky growing up because all my neighbors played music. Like oh, man. The, the bass player, like my buddies well, my dad's buddy that he went to school with actually played bass with Hank Jr., played with Waylon, Dave Allen Co., played with all those guys, and he lived like three doors down, right next to me. And also, Josh a good bands.
4: Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead.
5: <laughs> anyway, they, they'd have jam sessions at like their shops around around the town. Yeah. And my parents would take me to every one of them, and most of these jams. We're like eighty-year-old players, like fiddle players, dobro players. We had a guy named JT Bell. He was a dobro player, and he built his own dobros, like just in his house. He, he was he was never married. He was like 80, 84, But I actually still own one of his dobros. That's cool. That he, he built. Says,
4: what was the What was the lead lead guitarist for Queen? Brian, Brian May? May. Brian yeah. May. Brian May, I mean, that's probably him the and most his dad. That's probably the most educated band in music history because yeah. every one of them had like a masters or doctorates in like astrophysicists and shit. Yeah. But Brian May literally built his own guitar cuz he could not figure out the correct tone that he wanted to play. And now yeah, it's just him and iconic. Him his dad did it, man. Yeah, it's that's incredible. It's I awesome. so, yeah, Speaking education jam-
5: versus
2: <laughs> Speaking of jam sessions, how uh does he who's the young boy that goes everywhere with him? Is that you son too?
3: No, that's our daughter's boyfriend.
2: Okay, who does he play with? Other like, does he play with anybody else around there? Or is it just those two?
1: Just them two. Um, no, they. He just picked up a guitar probably two years ago, mm-hmm. and uh, he was always playing mine. And I was like, so me and her just jumped in a car and went to a Guitar Center and bought him one one night. And it was like, and uh, man, he picked it up pretty quick. So
2: I can't understand it at all. I bought one last uh, it's on February. It's harder to pick it up.
4: It's hard to pick it up at an older age.
2: Yeah, I can't. My daughter, she she's already not decent or whatever. She gets it, understands it way better than I do. I bought
4: yeah. my dad the Keith Urban package because he wanted to start playing, and he was like, Mm-mm. he watched like one DVD, and he's like, I'm out. I'm gonna go Why ride horses. Why
5: not the Randy Jackson? You got the Keith Urban one.
4: Hey, that, that's it was on sale, I think. <laughs> the fuck are you two talking? I about?
5: love my dad. We're talking a about good the bit. TV specials where they had the the package, the yeah. beginner. You are talking you're about, about our... the gnaw dog teaches you how to? No, it's play like a whole tower.
4: DVD set where you run through like how to like chord progressions and how to put your fingers and stuff. Yeah. And my dad made it through, and he was just like, "I can't fucking do this here. You can have all this." And I was like, "I, don't, I, I know it. I don't." I don't did
2: did he it. learn by watching YouTube, or did somebody teach him?
1: Man, he he started. By watching, I guess, that preacher at church. And, um, man, he watches YouTube. But, you know, he's got that finger now. But, man. even I'm always, he, Is it on his plane? It's, on his, it's his index finger. It is index finger. Because I'm now.
5: always watching him when I see his, his finger. I was wondering. <laughs> so, that makes more sense now.
1: So what, does he not use it? No, he can't.
5: He literally uses this Three. in the ring.
1: But, you know. So, tell them what, what you're showing me. He
5: doesn't use an index finger. Yeah, so yeah. he'll use his middle finger and ring finger. Yeah, so he
4: doesn't need he, he, it. It's tough to bark to reach all the way across. I mean, he's already has his, his hands aren't quite all the way big enough to reach across the neck, but
5: already now his finger's,
4: you know, a third of the size. I was, one, I was wondering
5: why he's always just using that one finger doing all the. That's crazy. Yeah, that's cool.
1: But, you know, he was three days out of surgery, and we caught him. He had his little cast on, and we walked. We heard the guitar playing, and we walked in there. And he, he's what? He's only seven years old at the time, eight years old, maybe. Seven. And uh, so that's only been a few years ago.
5: Well, so I mean, he, he was <laughs> in there playing. dude. That boy. is gonna do big things. I don't. I
2: don't want to like fast forward, obviously, but I, I would love to see what like to know what he's gonna be in ten years. Me too, man. I mean, it, th- I just think it's cool because I didn't have. I could go hit. <laughs> Hit a ball, throw a ball, whatever. Like, but I couldn't play an instrument. So to me, this is just insane that somebody's thirty five years old and can't understand it for shit, but you got a kid that is that good and he's yep. eleven. Like it's, it's it's just kind of like what, what's the word? It's prodigy? No. Prodigy. He just feels like I'm I feel like I'm watching a little prodigy. I wish when I I look wish he stuff. was here. Yeah.
5: <laughs> I, because I'd love to
4: watch
2: yeah, him do it it's really cool oh dude it's cool seeing him in person do it I mean watching the videos is cool but um those uh those quiet moments that are writers around when you actually have like a packed house or whatever a lot of people there and when people shut the hell up and actually listen are my favorite moments Yeah. but it's like when the artist shuts them up though mm-hmm. like by whatever they're playing how good they're doing or whatever and Miles has done the show with us twice now at Live Oak both times you can down there hear a pin drop while he's playing. <laughs> and then you get somebody else out there, and everybody goes right back to talking. He's just – it's so cool to see him in his element. Just attract and actually attention do it, without, without trying to. That yeah. first time – last time was good too because he had the dude with him. But the first time when he's just by himself on the end of that stage, that dude commanded the room even at that age. Oh, yeah. And speaking
0: of his buddy that he plays <laughs> with, who who is his buddy?
1: Caden Dame is his – What buddy. else he did? Man, he – he just, What's he, like 16? Yeah, he's 17 17? Seven. Yeah. He, he's a little hustler, man. He He's out trying to start businesses and mow yards. And, hey. I mean, he, he's a worker in school. He's in high school. I'm going
2: to start doing that shit soon. <laughs> oh, man. I'm going to have to go back cutting grass for too long. Or cu- going back. I ain't never cutting no fucking grass. I'm going to have to start. He was
3: just at our house all the time because him and our daughter – and so I guess to have something in common with Miles, like that's what he started doing yeah. was just, you know, picking. It's good vibes. I bet he
2: spends more time with Miles now <laughs> than he does he with does. your daughter, doesn't he? He does. You can see they vibe. <laughs> I would have thought that was his brother. It, it, the they way that they own. vibe is good as it they it was do. too.
1: <laughs> and, and, man, they, they act like brothers. He's They're pretty close.
2: Dude, you can tell. It's cool. It's cool to watch yeah. them. I like hearing them do the, uh, the Mountain Dew one.
1: Yeah. You know yeah. Leroy's the one that taught him that song.
3: Yeah. And
1: that's cool. Yeah, uh, that's my favorite song they do. She
2: hates it. You don't like the Mountain Dew song?
3: <laughs> it she never hates. stops.
1: <laughs> well that's understanding it just seems that. like
2: All anytime day. I just like glance or whatever. Seems like he's doing another video or whatever of that or on a live doing it or it's whatever.
5: That's my favorite. So y'all being from Madisonville, do y'all know who Carol Payton Band is? Carol Payton. Uh, they use they they They're I not. think they still do. They play, they do Saturday, Friday and Saturday night. It's a big jam band where they get all their buddies. It's basically a jam session. But they play at the old Carhartt factory in Seabury up there. And I'd go up there and play with them all the time. You and need to take
2: miles next time you go. Yeah, That'd sure. be cool. I mean, y'all definitely need to go supervise. I would not. <laughs> Come on yeah. now, uh, don't drop him off.
1: Hey, yeah, a
2: hundred percent. Kids on whiskey ref the next day,
5: but maybe not for the reason.
1: Two star baby.
4: I
5: thought every time he sings because he, he sings like he's got a chaw on his lip. And I thought he dipped. I thought thing. he did too. I thought I was like. Okay, I was like This already, is gonna this be my new awesome. little buddy. I did. Like, <laughs>
2: Well, around where I'm from, dipping yeah, at a young age ain't even weird. No, like, it's well, that's not, normal shit. You uh, just happen on you. Uh, I was like, this kid's badass. <laughs> but I can't get over how badass he is. To be honest with you,
1: you know, he picks all of his clothes. He yeah. that's every day. That's what he wears every day. Yeah, I mean, he, that's he, an
2: like I, I give Kimberly uh, Atwood a lot of credit because I just think she's just like a full blown ass artist, which Dustin, Chili, and everybody is too. But like, she just is always her. Like every time you see her, she's bell bottoms, yep, just uh, on. sweater shirt, yeah. messy hair, glasses. That's always her. It does not matter when you see her. <laughs> Miles reminds me of the same thing. He's a little art. he already knows who he is. Yes. And I, even like talking to him a little bit, there's I don't think there's any beer in that kid. I think he's gonna do what he wants to do. And if Did you say to the beer? beer
5: Ve- Oh, I thought you like beer. beer.
2: See, that's why you're not watching the fucking kid by yourself. <laughs> damn. Ah, <I'll> Busted. <laughs> that, that right there, chilling. Can't have shit. Oh, well, we ain't got
5: no milk, but we got some Jaeger. <laughs> It'll go hey, down smooth. We, we ain't got no chocolate milk, but what, we damn uh, sure got some Jack Daniels. Does he, Does he? he exactly have any, why. Does he have any minor
4: interests outside of music? Does, is there, does, yeah, I was actually like, curious. What does that. he do?
3: So he does have some friends from school that he'll play the game with. Occasionally, but
4: which game? Like the game? What's the game?
3: Uh, is it Fortnite? Maybe. Uh, okay.
4: Oh uh, okay. okay. So does he I have the headset? And he does. He talking with them and stuff while
5: he he's does. playing.
3: He does. not love it, but I mean, they are his buddies, so that's yeah. how he. But you know, well, that's like good. An, you gotta have that an outlet. At a time and yeah. then just
4: something that you're just you're not doing the thing that you're destined to do all the time.
1: You want to I actually,
2: this is what I thought Miles would be like. I thought that he wouldn't like other kids if they didn't do music. I, I thought well, that's that... That's how I was. you got to have that, though. No, you don't. Like yeah, you do. He yeah. already seems like he knows what makes him happy. That's well, the him, thing. Yeah,
4: but kids, man. All kids want to, want to like, they, they seek the approval. You don't remember growing up
2: because you played baseball with me. They seek you the approval don't of their if, friends. You don't remember if a kid didn't play baseball, you're like, you, not that you disliked them, you was like I don't need to be around
4: them. Well, I was, I was weird though because I I mean I rodeoed and shit, so I I didn't ha- I did oh, interest yeah. outside of the things that people associated me with. So that's why I like asking the question because it's like when you love music, there's got to be a thing outside of that, right? Because, I didn't think but, he would have a thing. Yeah, so he, But
2: in a good way, I thought he was so invested in what he was doing and loved like, it so much.
4: Roller skating or fucking. He's gardening like, I, don't or have, I don't have time some, for something. This other shit. He tried have skateboarding something and then not, I broke the board. That makes sense. <laughs> <laughs>
3: So many up, of his friends we'll are always interested in like the guitar, and they're like, "Hey Miles, can you show me?" He doesn't have the patience for that. He's like, "I'm like Miles, they want to play guitar." He's like, "Mom, they don't know how." Like he doesn't have the patience to yeah. sit and teach them. Like, he yeah. just I mean, it's true. If like, they don't know, he doesn't want to do it's that It's just with them. pure. Can you imagine? <laughs> like, do they ask him to can you imagine play? Michael Jordan like, trying to teach like, you like, to throw Do they a genuinely enjoy right? watching him? It wouldn't yeah, work. The kids at his school are always like, I mean, even several times during the classroom just regular day they would say can you bring your guitar in and play and you know the teacher would let him just play in front of the class that but makes me that.
5: so happy I got in so much trouble I played my guitar every day like there was not mine. a time the guitar was <laughs> not next to me and
2: until you was not doing your work anyway <laughs> I was I know if I wasn't doing mine you wasn't doing yours. <laughs>
5: the only work I was doing was in a history class. I love history. I love history, too. Cool. But it's funny because I could that tell. There's a commonality in this profession, I guess. I didn't, I don't know, I didn't care about all the other history stuff, but when it comes to, like, country music history, oh, dude. I, I told mm-hmm. the teacher yeah. everything he wanted to know <laughs> That's true. about music I like history. That. What's
2: funny, Gracie's like out with her music class because all the stuff she listens to with me or whatever – And, like, I half the time don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Like, so I'll tell her something, thinking I've heard it one time and it being true. And then she'll go to history class or her music class and they'll be like,
4: this did not happen. Music appreciation and theory. Not at all. all. Right? School of rock.
0: So, the coolest thing to me was back when CMT actually did country music, there was a music historian. I can't think of his name, it's escaping me. Gray headed guy. Yeah. gray little goatee or whatever he always yeah. told you like the dirt down this is what they said happened but this is what really happened yeah. yeah well now with social media and all this stuff and you learn all this. and i and i thought i knew a lot about country music i knew a lot about songs i will say that uh before i ever played music i was like the go-to i should have been a radio dj probably because i made burnt cds after burnt cds my truck was the one that was Probably not my truck was playing because I didn't have the the greatest sound system, but my CDs were the ones getting played at the bonfire parties and all that. Yeah. long story short, when you get to town, you go sit at these bars, you know, and those three o'clock afternoon conversations on Music Row, that's where you hear you know, you know Dolly did this or, <laughs> you know they everybody says George did that, but that ain't and I'm just sitting there just soaking it all up because mm-hmm. I don't know shit from Shinola, but I just wanna you know. And then here you go somewhere else and you have to hear somebody tell you, well, I heard this story about George Jones and they get the story so wrong. Yeah. They're close, but you just sit there and you're like, you know, I'm not gonna.
2: That's part of the, the legend though. Yeah, they continue people, to though, just build it. Uh, yeah. You got it. Some um you embellish, but hell you want to. Like George didn't drink forty five beers before he went on stage, he drank a hundred.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Quit yeah. downplaying. Meanwhile, Chili
0: Dog was there.
5: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right there in it. Tell you right now. Uh, hey, he can call George Jones right now, and he'll pick up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He'll, uh, he'll climb out of the damn grave for damn sure. Yeah. So, oh. Anyway. Oh. That's what you going to tell saying. something, or you said anyway? Like, yeah, like I, was tra- I was trying to think. I forgot. Well, y'all don't do that. You're not to you head head hurt yourself. I'm uh, hurting now.
0: Uh, history of country music. Oh. Uh,
5: in the I, I was going to tell you all. Like, when I first came to town, my parents, what the hell am I I'm making like I'm on stage I right now? Yeah. Uh, when I first came to town, my parents brought me, and it was like, I want to say about 2 o'clock in the afternoon. We walk into Music City Bar and Grill, and there's an old classic country band playing. And me and Dad walk into the bathroom. We'll, we walk back out, and I had a Waylon T-shirt on. And this guy sitting at the bar goes, son, I don't like your shirt. And I was like, well, Thanks. And the the bartender's like, you know who that is? And I was like, no, it was Waylon steel, steel Player, Robbie Turner. Robbie Turner. And we sat there and talked for four hours. Me, mm. my mom, and him. How old were you? And Dad, I was, what seven? And God, bad,
0: damn. fabuloso and, bad. Yeah.
5: and cigarettes. Oh, yeah. That's all it was. Have y'all took him around with
2: his guitar on his back or anything like around Broadway or some of those bars or anything?
1: Not really. um. I, we was in the uh, – that's how he met Rufus Page, which took him to Circle P Ranch, which took him to, to to meet Leroy Troy, was he had his guitar with him in a boot store in a boot barn at the yeah. mall. And then he was like, uh, hey, can you play that thing? And he just pulled it out and played, you know, obviously played Waylon. And that, that opened the door for him here around here. And then, man, I, I'm not sure how we even got on –
2: I saw, to watch I, I saw the video for him on the talent show. I remember being tagged in it a lot of times. I think that was the first video I posted. It like blew up. And the people who listened to the show, they knew how much I liked that kind of stuff. They tagged the shit out of it. It was like, you got to get this kid on the show. And y'all were nice enough that when I messaged you, you got right back with me. <laughs>
1: yeah, I think it was simultaneously almost. Was what same. kind of guitar
4: was he lugging around?
1: Uh, Taylor GS Mini. Yeah, okay the,
4: the uh, travel the travel guitar just, yeah just a
1: little guy that, they're damn good guitars good guitar. I, i'd rather have one
5: of those than a full-size taylor i hate taylors but i love those gs minis yeah they sound good
2: What well, what's gonna be like i guess it's kind of hard question but the y'all if he decides tomorrow to put down music and just be a normal ass kid even though you know he's got this gift I've seen kids like in sports before. Yeah. They just get burnt out. Burn up. Yeah. Yeah. And they just don't want to do it no more. Do y'all feel like as long as he's happy, you're good? Or are y'all gonna be like, I think we're missing a big opportunity here?
1: Yeah, it's not about us for, for this. It's it's yeah. him. If he if he decides like we took the whole month of June and pretty much didn't do anything. We was like we're not we're not planning anything in June so he could Now he's played every day. Be a kid. Yeah. 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 Because it's his summer break. Now July is a little busy, but uh, man, if he decides to, it's whatever he wants to do. You know, it's his life; he's got to live it.
2: That, I'm glad that y'all are like that. I really am, because, like I said, I've seen just in sports parents overdo it. Kid doesn't ever want to play again, and they're just wasting the talent that you know is there.
4: Or, or when they just when they just pick one lane. I mean, I've seen over and over again baseball parents that they just wanted to push, 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 nothing but baseball. But I've seen the the, the, the greatest players that I've played with or coached—they were well-rounded. They played multiple sports. They, were just they did athletic. They, they did more. They were in debate club. They did chess club. They did all kind of stuff. You know, it's it's nice to have a to have somebody that pushes you in different directions to try to, which is down the avenue you want to go, right? If music is your thing. You know, develop this, this avenue, which makes you even better down the road than something else.
0: He's going to get to the point, too, where he's going to say, okay, now I'm going to go to right. an electric, or yeah. I might want to try turn, steel. Turn steel fuck loose. And lose. that'll, that'll yeah. give him a break on that. And then yeah. he might, Then he's going to start songwriting. Then he's going to start...
2: He's already wrote something, hasn't he? Well, well, Isn't yeah, that what he was man, telling me?
1: If you open up the notes in his phone, he's, he has song after song after song and Man, you got a little they're, prodigy. They're not I'm all telling good. you. They're not all finished, just little parts of them. But you know, but he, con- he contacted you over at one song. He had me write to you, and he hadn't finished that. The one.
0: lyrics that that came over, I, I was thoroughly impressed because they were serious content.
1: Yeah, yeah, he, he tries.
2: Hold hey. on, just. Well, you knew we were going to take a break at some point in time. Uh, so anyway, you were saying about the lyrics that they had sent to you?
0: Oh, I was thoroughly impressed. Uh, you could tell that he had wrote them because uh, the organization of them. But I was like, these are topics that uh, a young and in- how he knows this or wants to talk about it. And I think I corresponded back, you know, with you like, okay, yeah, I'm I'm down the ride or whatever. I don't want to ever push anything. I don't want to ever force anything. But if I can help guide or whatever, I'm all about it. But I think that, that the best thing for him to do is just ride as much as possible and don't worry about trying to be perfect. And that's going to be hard for him. Uh, it's hard for everybody when you start off because uh, you're not – first of all, you used to not get recorded right off the bat. Nobody videoed you. Nobody gave you your notoriety. You just played what you played. A couple people heard it. If it was a, a turd, it was a turd. You got to you know, take your batting practice and stuff. Develop – and he's trying to t- t- to put it right there on the record right off the bat. and
2: Yeah, so. there's people hearing him putting something out right away to where – I've never thought about how you just put it. But somebody putting it out right away, it didn't go through any channels first. It's true. It didn't go through anybody it filtering filters, it. yeah. Yeah, it's not to where – if it was a turd. And everybody's gonna fucking do a turd every once in a while. It just happens. Everything I mean, Dustin me. Heron's never – That's not
0: even what I meant. What I, I meant was, imagine you're, you're you're trying. You have the you know right now Miles has the potential to be a major league baseball player. Yeah, he's trying to put together a major league performance right now. Yeah, and he has the ability. It's there. The desires there. Skills are there. All that. He just needs to play for seventeen years so get what you, there. So, you know what I mean? like, get so like there. what you're,
4: what you're saying is that he's not even, he's not even throwing out turds. He literally has the fucking the, the gas to go, and he, he he hadn't even had the time to just
5: show it to people.
4: Fuck, We're man.
5: I'd love for him to come and jam on one of my day shows downtown. Yeah, sweet, come We're up. That. That'd be cool. That's super sweet. Bring him down. Before y'all leave, I'll get your number and y'all bring him down. I'll get him up and. We'll just shred. We'll, we'll play. Yeah, we'll
2: like that. well, to, well to end this, because I'm sure y'all give him encouragement all the time, but I'm, and I'm sure Miles is going to listen to this. Y'all give him like a little bit of encouragement coming from y'all, because I know that with all of us, we can't wait to see him again. And I, I, I know, know what meant the world to me when I was a kid is when mom and dad did something, and it got back to me. So... Y'all drop him a little bit of encouragement real fast. Be sweet and shit. Put you on the spot. Send
0: him a message that he'll listen to 10 years. from now. Yeah, exactly. He'll
2: listen to it. Yeah. 15. Something that where he can go back when he's having them shitty days that like we all have and be like, okay, this is going to start doing Yeah, why did I start right here?
3: Well, I'll just say, Miles, even though I'm constantly saying, turn it down. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Heard that one.
3: Take a break. Yeah. I really am excited and can't wait to see what you're going to do next or what song you're going to show me next. I really do love it.
5: <laughs> that was – you got
2: through that way easier than I would have. I'd been crying like a bitch by now. Oh, man. <laughs> that's
4: how effortless it is. It's, that's, that's how, like, over the top this shit is. It's so incredible <laughs> to know that this kid's doing what he's doing and it and, and has all the support in the background. That's that's beautiful, man. I really love it.
1: Well, man, I I I love Miles. I mean, he – uh. If it never left our living room, like I, that's been my favorite moments ever mm. with them kids playing. My daughter isn't is a we only we haven't even talked about her, but she is a phenomenal singer. Man, and so is Re, so is Rebecca. It's, it's what are y'all
4: drinking down there? What do you got going on? We gotta figure it out. <laughs> yeah, water. <laughs> <laughs> got it. It's life. No fluoride.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, it's in the Kentucky. I'm telling it, you, it might be spring but, water. But man. I'm proud of my, I'm proud of Stay Miles. I don't care if he ever picks up another guitar. You know, it's it's all about what makes him happy. So, so I love you, man. That's cool. So, beautiful.
2: <laughs> all right. Well, I appreciate y'all coming to hang out and everything. And drop Miles of social media real fast. So just in case somebody's listening to this, uh, and they haven't seen Miles stuff yet, they know where to go to.
1: It's Miles Gee Music on Instagram and uh, TikTok. It's kind of jumped back up. It's a uh, Miles Key official. You'll find him. I mean, it's – he uh,
2: – Type actually, in 11-year-old badass playing country music <laughs> on anything, yeah, and true, he's that. probably going to pop up. Googles. Yeah. That's
1: we'll, all he has right now. He don't have anything else, I don't think.
2: And we'll be sure to share it, too.
5: All right,
1: thank
2: you. Well, thank you all for coming to hang out, and thank you boys for participating and uh, being part of this, too.
5: Thank you for Thank, me thank me get you drunk. for letting me get drunk. Mm. You're not, you're not
2: going to say
0: thank you, Dustin, for the opportunity? Thank <laughs> <laughs>
5: you.
0: <laughs> the microphone was not available, but you're I appreciate right, the opportunity very much. You're, you're welcome. all welcome for being here. All right, folks. Well, thank you all for listening to the Josh Terry Podcast. Join us
2: today at Live Oak, or whatever day this comes out. I guess it'll be in the morning. Join us June the 21st at Live Oak from 2 to 6 uh, for the Josh Terry Podcast and the Raising Grace Riders Rounds.
0: Worst comes to worst, I'll be driving Miles' bus one day. How <laughs> <laughs>
2: no. out! I'll just handle his social media. Cam, uh, you're not going to be hired. Uh, but <laughs> Chili Doll, <laughs> merch, guy, merch, guy. Hey. merch Guy, Chili Doll's going to be his her dresses <laughs> in. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm just going to be more drunk, drunk coordinator. on the bus. <laughs> <laughs> We'll Two see y'all later. <laughs>